Hi guys, happy Friday and welcome back to the Boss Girl Bloggers podcast. So I had asked on Twitter what you guys would want to hear next and it was definitely close. The top answer was Pinterest misconceptions, but I think I'm going to save that for a blog post and so instead I'm going to talk about um, the runner up which was 10 tips for new bloggers. But instead of 10, I'm going to share 8 tips with you today. And even if you aren't a new blogger, I think these tips would still be pretty useful. A little disclosure, I don't claim to be an expert when it comes to blogging. I just like to share what has worked for me and what works for one person doesn't always work for the next, especially when it comes to blogging. So just keep that in mind when I'm, you know, going over these tips with you. But anyway, let's begin. Tip number one, engage with your audience. I find this to be so dang important. Some bloggers will never go out of their way to reply back to their audience or connect with their audience on a more personal level, and I just feel like they're missing out. As you may or may not know, I am the creator of the Boss Girl Bloggers community on Facebook. This community grew to over 32,000 members, and in just about a year, it took off to over 25,000 members. And one question that I would always get asked was, How the heck did you grow your group and how did it grow so fast? And I swear, one of the main reasons as to why it grew was because I engaged and interacted with my members. I would answer as many questions as I knew I could answer and engaging with your audience makes them feel like they matter. And let's be real, they do matter because if it wasn't for them, like coming in and even engaging with my group in general or reading my content, then I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. So in my opinion, going out of your way to make your audience feel valued is so important. Connect with them, utilize your Instagram stories, comment on their content in return, and just remember that the little things go a very long way. Tip number two, give your strategies time. This is something I will always say because I see too many bloggers giving up on their strategies. You all know that if you have been following me for a while now that I love Pinterest marketing and this is the one area that I see bloggers constantly giving up on or they just get very discouraged. You know, they'll start pinning their content and a week later their monthly Pinterest views will only go up a few thousand or maybe they'll drop and they just get discouraged because it's not more, it's not consistently growing. And this is going to tie into my Pinterest misconceptions because I feel we want to see crazy improvement overnight, but that's just not always how Pinterest works. It takes time to build up a good Pinterest account. Um, I actually hit 2 million monthly Pinterest views about a year and a half in, and that's after multiple trial and error phases. And today I checked my site stats and hit 6,000 blog views already just from Pinterest alone today. So if you stick with your strategies and you don't give up, that improvement is going to come. So just be patient because that's something we tend to lack with all of our strategies. You just need to be patient and don't give up too soon. Tip number three, marketing is key. So I love good content, but... Without a content marketing strategy, your good content will never get seen. I actually did an experiment recently. So I kind of took a break from writing a new blog post 
Yeah, I know, going against what I say about being consistent, but here's the catch. I may not have posted a new blog post, however, I still showed up on my social media daily, still paid attention to my Facebook group, still put out some podcasts, so what I'm trying to say is I still made sure my audience knew that I was here, but the point of my experiment was to see if I would still get blog traffic. Well, wouldn't you know, since most of my posts are evergreen, meaning all year round the posts are relevant, I was able to consistently market them on Pinterest and social media, and I still got 70,000 blog views last month without creating a new blog post. And that's why I love Pinterest marketing so much, because it has your back, and the beauty of evergreen content is that you can reshare it on social media and people will still click in and read it. So do not be afraid to reshare your old content to bring it back to life. And if you don't have a content marketing strategy, your content won't get seen. So start coming up with a plan, whether it be email marketing or SEO, Pinterest marketing, social media, whatever works for you, do lots of it. Tip number four. So this isn't really a tip, but more of an opinion. And I want to talk about my thoughts on email marketing. I kind of wish you all were sitting here in front of me right now so that I could ask who here still subscribes to blogs and opens all of their emails from bloggers. I actually did a poll on this on Twitter a while back and the results were uh, majority no longer open emails from bloggers that they were subscribed to. And the main reasons were being, you know, so much spam mail nowadays, people are using social media to keep up, people use Pinterest to follow their favorite bloggers, or the bloggers just send emails too frequently. Now, am I saying don't start and grow an email list? Absolutely not. Definitely start and try to grow an email list because social media isn't an always definite thing. But what I'm saying is do not get discouraged if your email list isn't growing the way you want it to or if your CTR is low or you are losing subscribers. In my opinion, email marketing isn't what it used to be and people are unsubscribing more and more because our emails are constantly being filled with junk. But if you do want to try and grow an email list, my best tip would be to create a freebie that you can offer your subscribers and return to them subscribing. For example, I actually offer a free blog traffic challenge and free Instagram crash course for those who subscribe to my blog. Plug, plug, plug if you want to head over to aldouclos.blog and subscribe to get those courses. I won't be mad. And now I'm winking at you. But in all honesty, I know some bloggers swear by email marketing and say that's the only way, but guess what? There are so many ways to be a successful blogger, so figure out what works for you and run with it. Tip number five, screw a niche. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Is it niche or is it niche? Because I truly don't know. <laughs> and that goes to show like how much of a blogging expert I am. <laughs> but there are so many out there that will tell others that in order to be a successful blogger, you should only focus on one niche topic and in my opinion that's wrong that's false but then again everybody has their own opinion and the reason why I'm saying it's wrong or false is because there are many bloggers out there who have proven this theory wrong 
think about it. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm guessing you probably all know of Michelle from Making Sense of Sense. She's one of the big time successful bloggers who makes tons of money blogging. But she doesn't just blog about one specific topic, and she is so successful. So just keep that in mind. And I blog about multiple topics, and I'm not saying I'm the most successful person, but, you know, blogging is my full-time job, so it is possible to have a money-making blog with multiple topics. And the great thing is you can create categories and make it easy for your audience to search and find exactly what they are looking for. So having multiple topics isn't a problem in my opinion. And another helpful hint, most email list builders allow you to segment your email list so your subscribers are only getting emails on topics that they are interested in. So basically, this is just me saying go ahead and blog about whatever your heart desires because if you're not doing that, then you're not going to feel motivated and you're not going to want to write. So, Make sure what you're writing about is something that you love and enjoy regardless of what anybody else says, regardless of anybody else's opinion. You can make it successful if you try. Tip number six, numbers do not define you. And it's so easy to let a number define us when it comes to blogging. We all want the most Instagram followers, the highest blog traffic that constantly increases. But guess what? It's not the traffic that matters, and it's not the amount of followers you have. It's the relationship that you have with your audience. That's what matters the most. Does your audience really trust you? Do you actually engage with your audience? If your audience doesn't have a relationship with you and you're writing, then they most likely won't trust you enough to want to go out of their way to purchase via your affiliate link or to buy a product from you. And yes, your chances of making a sale might increase a bit as your traffic grows, but if you never build trust in a personal connection with your audience, sales will definitely be tough. And it hurts my heart to see bloggers purchase followers because they think quantity over quality. Instagram has become like this one big influencer war, in my opinion. You can't even tell who's being real anymore with all the tactics out there people will do to get followers. I mean... You could have 100,000 followers, but if they aren't your target audience, they don't care about what you are posting. They don't want what you are selling. I can promise you that. So at the end of the day, is it really worth it to have a large audience that is so disconnected from you? In my opinion, quality over quantity, friends. That's always been my motto. And instead of stressing numbers, focus on building a personal connection with the audience that you do have. Tip number seven, show your most authentic side. This is another issue in the blogging world. Uh, You know, and I'm going to try to say this in like the nicest way possible without sounding super like rude or because like I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad, but there are so many people out there who are trying to be just like someone else without even realizing it. You see a blogger and she's successful. She has a large following. She's making her money and living what seems to be her best life, which let me tell you, not everything is always what it seems, so do not be fooled. But my point is, you see this blogger doing everything that you want to do and you admire and look up to her. 
And then next thing you know, you are copying her content and doing things exactly the same way that she does them. And you don't even realize it because you just so badly want your blogging dream to happen. So you think the only way it can happen is if you do what she is doing. There is a fine line between plagiarizing, plagiarizing, I can't even speak, between plagiarizing and admiring. And it can be flattering knowing that someone admires and looks up to you, but when you start copying and it's noticeable, that can become a huge problem. And it can even become a legal problem. So I promise, you can be successful without being just like another successful blogger. In fact, the best way possible to become a successful blogger is to be authentically you. Use your own voice, create your own ideas, be who you want to be, and that audience is going to follow you. Speak from your heart, speak from your personal experience, tell your story, because You know, I'm sure there's people out there who have similar stories to you, but only you have your story. So if you share your story, your personal experiences, it's really hard to copy that. And I know it's easy to accidentally imitate someone. I see it happen often. People don't even realize. But having your own voice, showing your personality, being you, and writing content that speaks to your soul is what you should aim for. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. When I first started blogging, this is going to sound very nuts, but I tried my best not to read other people's blog posts. And I know that doesn't sound very supportive, but I wanted to create my own voice and personality without accidentally trying to be like someone I admired. Once I found my voice and knew what direction I wanted to take my blog, I started reading blog posts again. But I truly was so afraid that I was going to accidentally appear like I was copying So I told myself, you know what, just figure out who you are and who you want to be when it comes to your blog first, and then you can go back and read other bloggers' blog posts because now you know who you are. You don't need to use somebody else as a reference, if that makes sense. I don't know. I'm just rambling, but this is just my opinion. And also something else that kind of ties into being your authentic self Um, So last night I was scrolling through some Facebook groups and one blogger had asked, you know, what are your thoughts on cursing and blog posts? And it kind of sparked a discussion, which I knew there would be people who would sit there and say, don't do it. It's unprofessional. You'll never make any money, blah, blah, blah. But what the heck? It's 2019 and you know what? Am I all about cursing? No, I'm not saying to go say F this and F that every two sentences, but if it's part of your personality, don't try to simmer down to make other people like you. I mean, if they don't like your personality and who you are as a writer, then they are not your target audience. Don't try to hold back who you are just to please others because you will not be happy you're going to feel very uninspired and your blog will not be authentically you. So just be you and those who like you are going to follow you. You will attract your tribe and guess what? We don't need to be liked by everyone. In fact, it's impossible to be liked by everyone. So just remember that. Tip number eight, always believe in yourself. It sounds so cliche, but do you really believe in your content? Do you really believe in yourself? 
If the answer is no or sometimes, then it's time to change that negative mindset because it's time to build that confidence up. Think of it this way. If you don't believe in yourself or your content, how can you expect anyone else to believe in you? Positive energy attracts. The more positive and confident you are about yourself and your content, the more others will be too, I promise. And you know I preach about a positive mindset, but it's only because I really do, like, I really do believe that it matters. The more negative you are about yourself and your content, the more unmotivated you become. And before you know it, you are giving up on something that has the potential to change your entire life. Because your blog can change your life if you let it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it sparked some kind of inspiration, motivation, whatever it may be. If you did enjoy it, I would love to hear from you. You can always screenshot, share, and tag me on social media at LDuclos on Instagram, at BGBloggers on Twitter. I always love connecting with you guys, but I hope you enjoy your weekend and until next time.